last year at around this time, you're like, no, I was thinking, would you do a podcast with me? And I'm like, yeah, but will we, and we went through all these different things and you're like, yeah, just do it. And I'm like, yeah. And then when you said, what about the music thing? I was like, oh, we got plenty of stories there. Yeah. But it was like hard to be like, okay, so do we talk about a different band each week? Or we're like, we can't do that. We can't talk about like all of Blink-182 in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think we decided on, okay, we'll break it into albums. Mm -hmm. And so far that has been pretty fun because it's been so long since I've listened to music in actual like album format, like other than like the, like my Beatles stuff, like listening to everything in order has been really takes me back to like the time in life where you would be like, okay, I'm going to listen to an album. I'm going to sit down and do something for an hour. Yeah, and I remember us too being able to study, like it, the idea of being able to study to yeah. something like saves the day, and like yeah, and like um, a punk or like an emo album might be more like a half an hour, and like uh-huh. a, a Soundgarden or uh, actually this this album, uh, the Sublime album is like almost an hour. Like I forgot yeah. how many songs were on that, but yeah, like you could kind of judge how long you're. Like, well, I'm gonna study for like an hour and a half, so I'll take one of these uh, pop punk things and then one of these like classic rock CDs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so yeah. So this week we're talking about Sublime, and it's the the self titled album with all the yeah. really cool graffiti and drawing on it. And Megan, I I wanted to ask you. What was this like for you to revisit this album? It was kind of weird. I think, so this came out in 96, right? Yep. Um, so let's see. I was a, like a sophomore, between like sophomore, junior year. I don't know. Like I was out doing more and like, I, I just remember like being at people's houses more and like going out more and listening to music. And like, this was one of the CDs that came up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, so I like, I think I knew like, you know, what I got was on, on radio 104 and um, a couple of like, yeah, of the other hits from there. And my high school boyfriend uh, was really, really into sublime, like knew the stuff like, you know, albums before this one. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now I know a lot of that stuff and I don't know, sublime, sublime has stuck with me. Uh, I'm kind of glad that I was, you know, exposed to all that earlier stuff because I don't know that I would have otherwise. So that was like Sublime was featured pretty heavily, I would say, like in my senior year of high school. What about you? How did you how did you get into Sublime? Okay, so it was a combination of my peers at school. Yep. And my family, my younger my younger cousins would like Mm -hmm. would talk about it. And I was like, okay, all right, I've heard so much about this album I gotta get my my paws on this album yeah. and um when I got it I was like oh my god this is so good and then later in in my late high school years um it became a beach go-to so when we would go yeah. to the like if it was just like so it was like oh listen to that one go to the beach and then what came to me was that we had found a burned copy of the CD. We went on a family trip to Mexico mm-hmm. and I forgot what happened, mm-hmm. but we found the burned copy of the CD, but I also had it on my iPod. Oh, okay. And I had played, my brother's like, you know, somebody was like, what's music on? And I'm like, okay. So everybody was like, whatever. And then I was like, oh, I think I know it. And I think I put in what I got. That's such a great beat. And my brother's like, oh, do you remember? It was like the whole album. And it was really cool because it was like, oh, 
you know, I was thinking about it. It's kind of a rite of passage, this album. Yeah. For for our generation, for their team, for our teenage years, it was kind of like, that was, it was like the, you know, the rite of passage. And it was like a different sound from like pretty much any other band that was out. They're like a, are they ska, punk, rock, what I don't They were like hip hop, reggae. Yeah. But also punk edge of ska they were like this mix and it was they were they were forward in what they were doing they were like nothing else that we were hearing yeah pretty cool because like i think typically i would i hear ska and i'm like oh um but yeah but not when you think of like boston's yeah like i um i don't mind i don't mind the the boston's like there's some bands and i was like i really want to like this but I can't make my brain do this. I'm like, they look like they're having so much fun with their big old trombones and stuff. But well, and that's yeah. that's what's so funny about it because I was thinking about that when I had my um my my iPod for the trip to, well, we were in Mexico together as a family. We had rented the car, and I was like, hmm, what can I put on? I'm like, well, we're not putting caress me down. On. <laughs> Oh, I know. I do remember I like, that oh, coming on in the Lord. car sometimes. Did that ever happen? Like it would come on in the car, like with your mom, like. And I was like, "Oh my god, my my mother." Fortunately, a lot of the song is in Spanish, so, well, so that's that was good. The thing. So, but otherwise, so little, it's like, Ugh. yeah. Well, little background. Okay, I mean, this? if you think about it, our my, our parents' generation, right? Like mm-hmm. my my parents were into a different kind of music than their parents. Yeah. So it's like, um, I'll never forget. It actually came on. We were going to the beach. It was my friends and I. And as you know, I didn't, I can't drive hmm. um, for various reasons. And it, uh, it's not because of a criminal record. It's because of actual health reasons. I cannot drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's not a criminal um, that I know. No, of. no. So we were doing this like thing and I, it came on and I just like let it play and I had the window open Mm-hmm. And I was singing and the guy next to me, my mom was like focused on driving and the, we were at a stoplight and the guy next to me like heard me singing and I'm like, and I realized that I had the window open. <laughs> <laughs> my friends were a couple years younger than me and they didn't let me, I was like, all right, enough, back it up, back it what? up, ladies, back it up. All right. I'm what? sorry. I made a mistake. <laughs> what song were you singing? What I got. It was what I got. Oh, what actually. I got. Yeah. That is a good like cruising song. Yeah. Also, this has been fun to drive around to, like during yep. this during this re-listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you re-listen to this, did you like get any of those same feelings? Well, obviously, you probably did because you were able to tell the story, and you were like, "Oh my god!" I- oh, I. Oh yeah. Like, I remember too. Like, one of my cousins was like, "Yeah, well, you know, part of it too is in Spanish, so I don't know if you're gonna." And I'm like, "Okay." And I had actually been taking Spanish in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. So- these are so all great words for a middle because school. Because I've been here for languages. I was like, oh, is that what you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was really excited. And then when I got my hands on the album, I felt like, oh, my God. And it was so, it was such a dope thing to happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, this, and, and it's tragedy. Like, the loss of Bradley is yeah. tragedy. Because he had, like, his writing was great, too. And and I wanted to ask you, Megan, like, yeah, what were your what were your songs from this album? What were your songs? Um, 
So one that I still listen to is always that's always in my top 100 is um, April 29th, 1992. Mm -hmm. It's a really good song. First of all, you know, I'm not like I don't always think of the lyrics, but this one is just so reads like a I don't know, a manifesto, like in a good way, but just kind of like a hey, things are not good. And people think they are, but the newspaper can't show you that like we're we're out here living it and um i don't know the 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 music of that song too is just great it just has such a great beat and i drive around Mm -hmm. to it all the time it's one of my favorite songs to drive to Mm -hmm. let's see that is my number one and this is interesting that you should bring it up it's the idea of like riding going on Mm -hmm. and it it being it's a political song without being in your face political song yeah because he's singing about like the everyday person's view of it yeah and, and the injustices like a, a newspaper yeah right like the injustices that are happening this is what's going on something needs to be done but not being like you know over the top yeah, exactly. And then that's he's, he's listing all the cities like it's not just happening here. It's not just because of what's going on with Rodney King, but it's happening in all these other cities. And, and some of them just seem random, you know, and you're like, and yeah, it's, it's happening hap- everywhere. And it's happening to all, the, you know, it's like it's not about the white man. It's about all these different races that are experiencing injustice. And, yeah. And that's what I love about it is because it actually does apply to today. And I Very was kind of thinking yeah. of like, what what would he write about today? Like, I it made me have this like philosophical existential moment of like, that's true. That's a good like, question. He for... would have been like, damn, I wonder how he would have wrote about what's going on today. Like, I wonder how you know, and it it makes you think like one of the know, notes I wrote was that like, oh, I want they if they if he was still around would sublime like be would they have re released this song? about like George Floyd or like yes. any of the other, you know, yes. incidents just like that. And it makes me think too, like if if Billy Joel is ever going to do another version of We Didn't Start the Fire with a continuation of what's gone on <sighs> in the 90s into the 2000, 2010s, yeah. <gasps> you know. Let's write it and mail it to him. That, right, right? <laughs> exactly. Because like, I think it's really important to too to address like how – a political message can be brought across by music and and i'm i'm with you on this one i think it was really well written the way this was done too because it's like you know you were sitting on your butt and i was actually participating in fighting for someone else's rights yeah and he's talking about looting but at other points he's like yeah i saw this lady she was stealing pampers like Okay, so yeah, that means the system is broken if this woman is stealing pampers. Not that she's like, ooh, diapers, you know, like uh, right, exactly. And, like, and then if you think about the diaper shortage that actually happening happening currently, it's like, did he foresee something? I thought you said crappening because they broke up, and I was like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love crappening, you. but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, so what was your second one? My second one is um, due in time. Evil only scandal. Most definitely. Because yeah, whenever I hear evil, I think of that. And before before I ever heard this song, whenever I heard evil, 
I always imagine Mike Myers going evil, the fruits of the devil. Because I think he does that in like, so I married an axe murderer, or maybe it's a Wayne. Oh. But oh yeah, God, anyways. Yeah. But now I think of this when I hear evil, and I hear evil all the time in my head. Oh, okay. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, my third one is um, what I got. That one was just. I, I did I did get sick of it occasionally, but it was hard to get sick of it because they had two versions. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, did you do you have a favorite what I got version? The original. Yeah. Not the so reprise. That, the original. Yeah. So that's the it's like the sec the earlier one on the on the disc. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. See, the, the, I like the other yeah. one, but I always thought that was the original one, <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, because why would they put the reprise later or whatever? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. They're both good, but yeah, I'm uh, yep. any song that includes, you know, Louis Dog, mm-hmm. Louis Dog. It's the only way to stay sane. But um, let's see. I was just going to look at. I realized I didn't talk about doing time. Um, but did you ever hear Lana Del Rey cover it? No. Yeah. Well, I, I heard it on 104. Uh-huh. And I thought it was like a joke or something because it's like <laughs> it's just basically that song. And, you know, she you know, the music sounds well, I guess the music sounds a little different. But, um, yeah, she's just like zoom, zoom. <laughs> it just sounds like she's falling asleep. But mm-hmm. maybe that could be what she I, I don't know her music uh, other than that cover. So maybe that is just her her thing. I don't know. Um what were your top three songs, Juliana? This was really hard for me. <laughs> yeah, that's what it be. That's one of the lyrics in one of the like, songs. No. Okay. No. <laughs> this was really, it was a bit of a challenge because, like, I revisited the album and I was like, oh, I forgot. Like, there were like a couple of, you know, different ones that weren't in the, um, in the main. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like, Garden Grove was one of mine. Oh yeah. So Garden, and it's Garden. and it's just like that. Um, it's talking about all the things. What he I mean? does the list of like. Oh, um, the microwave. I got the VCR. Yeah, and then he's yeah. like, um, "It's that shit stuck under my shoe. It's that smell yeah. inside the van. It's my bed sheet covered in sand." It's like the whole thing of just like the list. Yeah, of just different things that are happening. So here we go. My second one is what I got. Definitely. Yeah. And I love that song. One of my absolute favorite lyrics in this song is when he does. um, I don't cry when my dog runs away. I don't get angry at the bills I have to pay because it's like, like, dude, (laughs) like I'm not getting angry at anything. Like it's Mm -hmm. the idea we talk about staying in love. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people talk about these days about staying in love and saying love and compassion. And it's the idea of like reminding that love, let the love in, let the love in, like all the love that I put out in the world, let it come back to me. Like, let me be able to receive it. Yes. And it, it's it's like kind of philosophical. And I love that. I mean, what I got is definitely on my I had an aha moment, um, like li- like going and looking through at the lyrics because uh-huh. I knew the lyrics, but I never quite connected 
this and I, I highlighted the same spot obviously we always end up doing that yeah <laughs> but yeah um, it, the lyric I don't cry when my dog runs away used to uh-huh. make me like really sad <laughs> like oh why not <laughs> like you should be like oh shit I can't find my dog yeah. but then I'm like reading on and I'm like okay let the love and let the love and come back to me and it's like that you know if you love it set it free and I guess he set his dog free because <laughs> there's another um another song where he's talking he does talk about like having to pick his dog up at the pound again yeah. and I'm like oh yeah. okay so you just really do let you <laughs> let your dog free if, if it comes back it was meant to be <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah the other lyric too is never start static I just get it off my chest yes never he doesn't let battle it with a bulletproof vest and it's just like yeah. it's like not holding on you know yeah it's the idea of it I think it you know, listening to the re-listening to this album brought me back to like, yo, this is like a different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is blowing more... my mind to pay more attention to these lyrics. Yeah, like and, all these and um, listen to. You know, we were, and of course, like I'm not gonna lie, caress me down did make my list. <laughs> you know, I I fought with that one too because I do have memories of like singing that with my friends and being uh-huh. like like trying to sing the Spanish parts and I was always just like uh you know I could I could remember like the uh, me gusto oh and I would say uh me gusto me llamo Megs Lee <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reason why I like this song is he is just, like it's just like he knows like he he admits to being horny like he admits to being dirty yeah and that's why I like the song because like he gets to who he yeah. is. Like he's like, um, this is who I am, and it's like, all right. Yeah, you know? and uh, on top of that, it's just like, it's a, it's a it's a fun sounding song. It's yeah. just like you can't like not be happy listening to that tune. And now I don't and know if you remember, but when we were at we were sitting at the table at St. Joseph, and it was like you, me, I don't know who else was there, mm-hmm. and we started to sing it and. Yeah, you and I were like, "Wait, you know the lyric?" <laughs> yeah, we're I... like, um, <laughs> no, don't know what I'm singing, and then like we tried to nope. <laughs> one song on here that I completely think is overlooked is "Burritos." I think it's completely yeah. overlooked. The song, um, I love it. That's funny because like, I don't remember which one that one is. <laughs> but he's I like, I, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to pick the dog shit up. I don't want to go. Oh home. yeah, I don't. Oh, that one's home. another list song. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I like the list. Oh. I know. Yeah, that's like the part of the album where um, it's not that I don't like the songs, but I, I kind of they meld together for me just because they don't particularly stick out to me, any of them. Yeah. And then um, April 29th, 1992 definitely is is uh, it's really poignant, that song. And like, yeah. this is what I love. This is another band that can like sing about like smoking weed going to the beach, surfing, doing all this other stuff. And then they're very politically aware of yeah. what's happening, which defies what a lot of people think are like Californians or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's the whole idea. It's like, you can't just lump people into one, you know, and right. like same in the end. Um, yeah. Same in the end. One of my favorite lyrics in my mind, in my brain going over like a, steam and freight train he uh, also mm. nails wrong way he also nails like a, oh a wrong way prostituting his daughter 
Yeah, like sitting and like reading the lyrics, like I do. That's there's another one. I knew the all the words, but I was like, oh, I have not been paying attention to the whole story. I was just like, whoa. And I also thought it was Annie's twelve years old, and tomorrow she'll be a whore. But it's in two in more. In two years. more, she'll be a whore. In two more years. So I was like, oh, at least she has now in my mind. I'm like, oh, she has two more years till. Yeah. You know, this t- terrible life befalls her and Bradley Noel tries to take her away and then she ends up going back, I guess. But um, yeah, it's not a very financially feasible plan because like her seven horny brothers are probably paying seven. And her drunk ass dad. And her, and her drunk ass dad. And she's only bringing in like money from one. Yeah, whore. exactly. <laughs> and then. Every day was going fine until the day she met me. Yeah. And it's like, also, too, it's it's a little Bonnie and Clyde-ish, this yeah. song. It's a little like, you know, especially the part, it's like, um, uh, the happier you said, want to shoot your dad, I'll do anything I can. It's the wrong way. It's like, yeah. I'm so fucking crazy about you that I will do anything to save your ass. Like, what yeah. do you mean? And, and then I think she ends up going back to what she was yeah seven horny brother because she's like oh okay well now this man is telling me that it's the wrong way and like may, like maybe she only views the males in her life as awful so she's like no i might as well stick with the awful that i know yeah i mean like i think bradley's definitely a loss yeah definitely a loss. oh my god i mean yeah. like i would love to have asked him what like and some like one day I would love to like interview some of these like uh musicians that we're talking about about like what motivated them to write their their songs and like yeah this this whole thing um the other thing that I like about this album is that it's very real it's very much just like singing about life it is this is been this is very like like the overall vibe of it is like yeah just like things are bad and they're just there's just a negative cycle and like we need to break it but people are only getting their info from the news oh yeah there's yeah in april 29th he sings about um it's not in the paper it's on the wall mm-hmm. like kind of like you need to be here looking at like you need to yeah writings on the wall that's that's that exactly term. literally yeah writings right. on the wall like it's right. not you know you get it from the paper yeah yeah yeah, and it's like he also talks about um, the you know uh, doing time. Mm-hmm. One of my and this was hard because I really like this song. It was like between this and Garden Grove, and I'm like, I really like both. And I'm like, yeah, hmm. But this <laughs> one in doing time um, got me on lockdown like a penitentiary. She spreads yeah. her loving all over. And when she comes home, there's no left for me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's a cockhold right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's what yeah. cock- cockhold means. <laughs> that's, that's what, what that it means. is. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's just, yeah. And the artwork on the album is great. Um, yeah. You have the physical one? I have the physical. I have my original uh, physical Sublime album that I had oh, bought. I know what our, our thumbnail could be. Maybe you could take a picture of like, like your dog sitting next to it <laughs> or like, like, he, like she's angel reading it, next to it. I'll, yeah. say, I'll say angel uh angel <laughs> oh yeah we'll do learning is your dog is clickbait <laughs> yeah clickbait. 
Um, She'll be a mascot. There we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> from now on you'll be seeing her with my albums when I have yeah. them. Yes. Um <laughs> no, it's it's a really great album. And like I, I also chose it too because it's very it's very real for our generation. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of a lot of what's been overlooked is a lot of the music from our generation. Like if if people were to go back and revisit like and have our parents listen to something like if I if I played April 29th, 1992 and I said to my dad, wait, no, listen to the lyrics, listen to what he's saying. And it's like, oh, it's a right. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. It's about like this. It's about like not listening to. And it is very much, you know, it applies to what's going on. And like the idea of what I got, it's like focusing on the idea of, of love, like coming together. And I think that for me, it also like, I remember um, one of the lyrics that I used to laugh at that I thought was, that I thought was great. Loves what I got. Don't start a riot. Oh my god! Oh, I I highlighted riot because I love the way. And I love the lyric. I'm gonna make it rhyme. (laughs) So I love the way he would spit verse. Um, Mm -hmm. I love the way he wrote. Um, I love that he wasn't afraid to be himself, and I really feel like this is you know like Scott Russo, not afraid (laughs) to be who he is, and I have a lot of respect. For these musicians because that's that's what you know music is another channel for people it's like journaling right it's no mm-hmm. it's a lot like journal you know in some cases a lot like like just getting it out there it's just like yeah. putting it out there and so, so you people, don't build up static yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Ooh, static. just get it on my chest yeah <laughs> Megan's on fire tonight, ladies. I am because I have too much static. No kidding. No. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really funny when you get like a bunch of ladies at an all-girl Catholic college singing Mm -hmm. "Caress Me Down" because, gentlemen, you have never heard anything like it. When all the ladies are like, "Wait, you yeah, to the song too?" I thought they just no, no. And put it into like Google Translate or whatever. However, we we probably have to get an uh, English Spanish dictionary. Oh no, no, no! Like because um, it's like get up. levanta is to get le- levantar is to get up. Oh so yeah, levanta oh, is get up if you want to dance. Levantar mm-hmm. levanta if you want to. Um, hang on one second because I actually can do the lyric in oh, Spanish. Okay. I was say, Ladies I and gentlemen, I'm about to, to give you some of my. Um, my espanol espanol do it yeah yeah it's not espanol. in here but he um he talks about levantar uh, uh tienes que bailar oh yes get up if you want to dance and i'm like oh well yeah yeah i know that's kind of like your thing um yeah oh yeah i have the translation for some of this here because like towards the end i'm like what Let's see. I went to Costa Rica to drink and surf. Let's see. Hold on. Later, I had to come back. Oh, some of these were were kind of like funny because I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And then, and then he randomly does go back and like sing some of this in in English. Yep, that's what um, I love about it. It's a bilingual song. Yeah, I know. It's for it's for everybody who speaks either of those languages. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, I can't find what I thought was funny. I was like, "Whoa." Let's see. Don't be scared. I'm your daddy. Take your panties and send them to me. Get up. 
you have to scream, get up, you have to dance. <laughs> but yeah, that's the T and his caballero. But like, yeah, the line where I was like, don't be it did not translate it well because that's. Not I know what... it probably means like I'm like your daddy or something, not like your actual yeah. dad. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> no, yeah. That's actually I can't believe that is one of the the lines from our generation. Who's yeah. your daddy? <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? It's like, is that what? Who is that for? Yeah, it's like I don't want to call you daddy. Who do you okay? Say that to? Yeah, oh maybe like sir or my lord or something like that. But I'm not calling you daddy. Yeah, I yeah, I use my lord. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yes, no. sir. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, sir. Yeah, I know. I do get caught in the trap of like around the kids. I'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'll go see what daddy's up to. And then I'm like, sometimes Nick will be right in the room and I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't call you daddy. <laughs> like, like it's, uh, gross. yeah. <laughs> see, gentlemen, some of us do not want to call you daddy, okay? Yeah, no. I hope most of us don't want to call the guy daddy. <laughs> That's hmm. you don't well. Like you know what? Name. Everyone has a thing. Well, no, but I mean, like, do you want to call? Do you call Nick Daddy? No, I will call him <laughs> that. Like around, like uh, the girls. Like yeah. I'll just be like, I'll I'm, go see what I'm... Daddy. Yeah, I've been trying to get in the habit of being like, go see what your dad has to say about that or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not always sending them to Nick. <laughs> like, go see Dad. Go away. <laughs> go over there. Child. <laughs> my silence you just say to your kids this is it okay so we're going off on a tangent you should say get the hence and see what they do (laughs) get the hence (laughs) okay i'll try that yeah Um, so did you have any cover songs that you would have liked to hear them cover you know i had such a hard time i i never actually landed on any anything um I, i i was going through i'm like oh surely i can find like a Beatles song that they could do, but I could not come up with one. Okay. Did you? I came up with two. Oh, okay. Um, Glass Onion for, uh, by the Beatles from the White Album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because John kind of like is sing talking that and like yeah. says Brad kind of. But it's also, it's it's the poetic, like, you know about the walrus and me. Yeah. Well, the walrus was Paul. Like, it's another like undercurrent song yeah um, also i have by the beatles tomorrow never knows from revolver i love that song uh, That's relax a good your one. mind yeah. and let your let go down a uh, float downstream yeah yeah i could yeah, totally hear them doing that song yeah um and i do have jane austen for them and you have some oh okay yeah what did you have um, for your... bingley he reminds me of bingley from um or pride, pride and, and prejudice. prejudice right pride and prejudice yeah did we have someone else as bingley once um which is which is fine tom but along to... oh it was tom okay who do we have as mark i forget um hoppus hoppus was the other one um, um hang on bear with me he was like a sheep in the field. No, I don't know. Nope. <laughs> Colonel no. Brandon. He'd be a goat. Okay. Um, Colonel Brandon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I, this, so how does this album hold up for you, Megan? 
Um, this holds up um, pretty good. I, I have to say, like, I don't find myself going back to it a lot, except for that April 29th, 1992. Mm-hmm. I, I probably listen to like once a week. Um, uh, yeah, I would say I would say like, like, like four out of five stars in our star system that I just invented this second. Okay, that we well, don't have there to keep. We have it. Yeah. We have Megan's star system, um, and a galaxy about, not so far away. Not so far away, but still not as close as it should be. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Megan! I no, I, I think for stars. me, it's it's up there. This album. I mean, I think yeah. I just because I I also too like I remember playing it and um being when I even when I transferred and somebody was like, "Oh, you like Sublime?" and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I, I like them." and and it's just like also too like going and finding the hidden gems. Like I remember the ballad of Johnny Butt. Like I remember when that first came out. Yeah. I was like Johnny Butt was it? And I was like, wait, the guy's name is Johnny Butt. Like, yeah, he said Johnny. Who names Johnny Butt? And then Pawn Shop was like, yeah, you know. I, I mean, I think you know. I love the song Santeria, but uh, for me, like I can't say I cannot sing. I don't practice Santeria because. Um, I do <laughs> pay homage to the Orishas, so I can't sing that song. It's, it's, a, it's a lie. Song. I'm not saying it's not a great song. It's a great song, but I can't it sing is. it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, no, but I do. <laughs> yeah, that is one. Yeah, I did one also. Yeah, I wanted to mention Santeria because that is that is one I kind of, like, was on the fence about as one of my top three. But, um, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I think you and I are in the same boat. Like, a lot of these songs are are they are they're meaningful and i think mm. that that's that's one thing the sublime album is meaningful it's you know it's got context it's got it's got s- substance to it it has like some like history in it like yeah you know kind of gone through a uh i can't think of words right now but yeah just it ha- yeah it has a little bit of, of everything in it and I just was, like the musical style of it too. Yeah, and some, I was reading. Um, I was reading a little bit more, and I do wonder if there, you know, he like there's the line in um, Garden Grove where he says, uh, uh, "Sticking needles in oh, um, yeah. your arm," and then in it's the idea of like, unfortunately. That's how he passed. Um, was yeah, an overdose, and I think that this is this is something really fascinating because he was talking about the depression, he was talking about the drug use, and he was. And but that's what makes it very real. This, yeah, the lyrics. That's what make them real. Is that it's not like, oh, blah blah blah. Everything's so you know, it's not all wonderful. Like. I know. I'm kind of wondering if, like, with some of these, especially since we did Soundgarden the last time, um, like, if, I mean, a lot of these lyrics seem to be, like, um, cries for help. Yes, like, they were. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, Chris Court, like, most of those songs on Super Unknown, anyway, at least at least half of them talk about a noose or killing yourself or something. But, um, yeah. But I think it was like, unintentional. It wasn't I don't you know, think it was intentional like like me no. I have but it's like after a while wouldn't you be like wow a lot of these songs are like <laughs> focused on uh not being here anymore and like yeah but it's also too it's like what 
you know, this is what's going on. Yeah. And it's kind of like not, he doesn't sugarcoat shit. And that's what I love about them. Yeah. Yep. I love it when bands don't sugarcoat shit. It makes me so happy because it makes me feel like, okay, you're, you're, you know, as somebody who's dealt with a lot of crazy ass shit, yeah. um, to have music to connect to where it's like, it's not perfect for everybody. It's kind of like uh, solace, yeah, if you will, because, and that's one thing that like Soundgarden held for me too, was the idea of like, oh yeah, it's just like, I mean, like, I, and I say this because it's, it's a lot like, and they're also poetry. It's another, it's another band that there's poetry there. I agree. I wonder if we're ever going to get to something where we're like, this is not poetry. <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> this is but, garbage. I know, oh, well, so, we have yeah. a couple of bands that we may be doing that for. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure. I know. It's just like, we're so excited about talking about these things because this is what we would be doing if we weren't recording a podcast like we would yeah. be talking about this stuff so like as long as we're you know even as long if only as people, two people were listening will, this is where it's at yeah <laughs> like we'd be doing this no matter what <laughs> but um yeah so I mean yeah I think for a while we're probably going to be picking stuff we want to talk about but or at least one of us wants to talk about like yeah I know and that's and that's the great thing about it is that um we we just thank our listeners for going on this journey with us and for you know if you're if you're down with the bird and you're down with instagram you can find us at at ye old playlist you'll be seeing like recaps of what we talked about and and for us what i love about this megan is that you and i are still like having the conversation that we had 20 years ago yeah, about other bands. And I that's know. What but I like, absolutely love is that this yeah. is something you and I always loved about uh, talking about was music. I mean, this was our this was our our thing, and and then like you know finding out that you played piano, and I was like, yeah, well, I've been you know kind of like you know fooling around with writing some song lyrics, and and yeah. um, you know, yeah, it is it is fun to yeah have these conversations again. I mean, because I mean, not only because it like brings up pretty great memories, you know, and also, uh, you know, we're getting to talk for the first time about Soundgarden. Not that anyone was ever keeping us from talking about other bands, but like, but yeah, no, we're I, like, oh yeah, you know, we we I knew you liked a lot of these, and we just never went down that path while we were at college. But it's like so cool to get to talk about. It's like when like a a really good TV show like got uh, canceled. But then they bring it back like 20 years later. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I never thought this would be like like that again. <laughs> do you re- well, do you remember when I, I moved, you first met me in St. Joseph and I brought you up to my room mm-hmm. um, and I opened the door and you were like, oh, you have a Jimi Hendrix poster. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love Hendrix. And you were like, oh, and you were like, and, and I was like, yeah, in addition to the punk, I was like, I have a really wide range of music tastes. And I was like, don't get weird about all that, please. Like, <laughs> oh, no. And then I probably said, like, as long as it doesn't include country, we're buds. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I was like, like Alison Krauss, bluegrass, maybe. And you're like, oh, yeah, Alison yeah. Krauss, not not a problem. And I was like, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> and actually, I have I have some very good friends that like country music. So that's not entire. I, I I have no problem with. I, I see the appeal. Like people seem to think it's um, great. I guess I it makes me 
uh, not know, I don't know why each, I didn't to each his own because everybody, you know, if we yeah. think about our grandparents' generation, they thought what our parents listened to was noise. Yeah, exactly. What is that noise? Or, you know, like I remember I played Dashboard the first time in the car. My mom goes, what is he whining about? Like, is this music? Yeah. <laughs> this she is just all the things that's was, making him sad. It was, it was the um it was the best deceptions. It was off of the, the sampler we got from yeah. Vagrant. <laughs> I remember <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because she goes, What is he whining about? Yeah. Like whining about like, heard about your yeah, but it's like yeah. then having that response and then being like, you basically did what, like, you know, come on, you know? And yeah, then, <laughs> come on, then, step up or lift. It's just the whole, it's the whole idea of how, um, you know, I've heard from a couple of people who absolutely love that we're doing this. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, get ready. I said, because you're going to start hearing some concert stories soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got We got, We need to get like a master list going of all the ones that you and I have been to together because it's it's a lot more than I realized. And like, we've had a lot of also like just random band encounters like that were totally not planned. It's like going to come out of the ladies room and there's the ultimate fake lead singer of ultimate fake book just hanging by the merch booth and then talking and then you coming out and going i thought i lost you and i'm like no no yeah and you're like no that's a that's that's a dude from yeah, yeah. well ultimate fake book was that um that was good charlotte good charlotte okay that's good charlotte. PX, which yeah. i can't wait till we get to that episode because yeah. yeah i know yeah i guess when we cover good charlotte i mean um we're not going to be able to not talk about that that night so yeah maybe we'll oh that first night when we met that oh yeah well we we saw them the we saw them a couple of times yeah we met the brothers on the uh, brothers separately on uh, um on different nights which is really funny and each story is really hilarious yeah <laughs> mm. Mm. So Megan, this has been a joy as always with you. I, yes. I look forward to doing these with you each and every time. I know. I was like sad to not do one last last week. It was, but it just happened to be Thanksgiving, and I was in in sunny Tampa, oh, um, catching some rays in this like amazing house that was like, oh my god, I don't belong here. Anywho, so um, I have a I have an album picked out for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan, tell us what is it? It is Foo Fighters. They're <gasps> self titled. Yeah, because oh. fingernails are pretty. Fingernails oh. are good. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> this is gonna be good. I know, and I think this week I'm going to. Um, I was gonna buy. Um, Dave Grohl's book, The Storyteller, but mm-hmm. I realized you can get the audiobook and he is narrating it like he's reading it. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to listen to Dave Grohl read me his book for 10 and a half hours. <laughs> I'm really excited because I absolutely love Dave Grohl. And yeah, um, interestingly enough, just as a sidebar, um, I listened to a version of Dying by a Hole mm-hmm. and it was a cut with Kurt Cobain singing on dying like the additional really? vocals and I was like Man. oh my god and I was like oh wow and it just like 
just you bringing up Dave Grohl, like that's that's really cool. I'm really looking forward to talking about Foo Fighters and yeah, next episode. So yeah, that will be. Oh, I'm I'm good. I want to uh, hear this version of Dying. With, yeah, because I I like that song. Um, so do I. It's one yeah. of my favorite songs. Yeah, so, totally underrated too. It is because like I know, and I normally like skip like a song if it's just like too like um but that one i always listen to i'm like because it really it picks up and we'll definitely cover celebrity skin i'm I'm sure yeah um it's on my list that's for sure yeah so um but yeah i'm excited to talk about dave girl and his fighters of foo fighters of foo fighters well i've talked about it carry on (laughs) and all that (laughs) It's you I fell into. Do you remember the video for that? Okay. Yes, I do. And I yeah. cannot wait to tell you how I got hooked on Foo Fighters because it's <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, cool. Oh, I look forward to that. Um, yeah. Because I've been, I, I have been listening to that album the last couple of weeks and I'm like, oh. I'm good. good. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go revisit it. Yeah. Is um, visiting is pretty. Visiting is good. So, okay, it's a good idea. <laughs> All right, Juliana. Well, you have a good night, and as always, it's been a pleasure. And I, I love doing this with you, and I love you. I love you too, Megan. This is a blast. I look yeah. forward to next week. Yes. Until then, go to bed. No. <laughs> you got work then. in the morning. Yeah, you got work in the morning. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Juliana, you still on the phone with your friend? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know why Edith Bunker like lives at your house now. It's the, the ghost of, of Edith Bunker. Huh? It's the ghost of Edith it's Bunker. The go- it's just my ghost, Connie. No, <laughs> you know it's really funny though. Mm-hmm. I do have Gene Stapleton's autograph. You do. <laughs> And that is one of the things I love about you. That's like in my top five things I love about you. You have Jane Stapleton's autograph. Totally random, folks. That totally is such random. a random person, but like just the right one. Maybe the- <laughs> oh, those were the days. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you want. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to oh talk. Oh my god, tomorrow. so you guys just to let you know, like this would be a typical <laughs> night conversation between Megan and I. Yeah. And- <laughs> like, I have I'm, to do voices or I'll die. I'm so hard, my ears, my eyes are watery. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh my god. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> I needed that. Uh, oh, Megan, you're the best. I love you so much. I love and, you too, um, dude. I'll catch you. I'll catch you later. Okay, have a good night. All right, you too. Bye bye.